those crashing blues guitar chords can only mean one thing. You're listening to Cloud Evangelist Podcast. My name's Richard Morrell. I'm the Cloud Evangelist here over at Red Hat in Europe. This week, I've been over in Edinburgh in Scotland at the LinuxCon and Cloud Open Conference at the Edinburgh International Conference Centre. At the top of the show, a big, big shout out to Jim Zemlin, to Jennifer, to Stephanie, to all the hardworking cast and crew at the Linux Foundation and the sponsors that made the event actually happen. A great three or four days, hard, hard work on my feet talking to members of the public, talking to analysts, recording podcasts. I put four shows out this week. If you haven't already downloaded them, make sure you get to the back catalogue, talking to Dave Neary, talking to Gordon Half, talking to Chris Wright about Open Daylight, talking to John Mark Walker, Guy Martin, some great, great content that's already been downloaded almost six and a half thousand times this week. So, you know, great, great feedback so far. One of the great things about LinuxCon is the fact that, one, it gets all of us into one place to enable us to talk about change within open source and within Linux. But the other thing that came out of this week was something quite unexpected. I'd forgotten how humble a lot of people in the open source community are. Jim bounds on stage and he talks about how Linux has won the war how we've changed the way that industry and data centers work, the way that there's a reliance now on Linux and open source to shape where we're going. One thing we didn't mention when uh, Dirk was on stage talking to Linus, when Mark Hinkle was giving his keynote, one of the things we don't mention enough is the fact that many people in the open source community, the vast majority of people in the open source community, develop out of a sense of community, out of respect, there is an ongoing personal battle for many people to ensure that we always, always, always put our best foot forward when we're trying to develop and release code. So Linus touched on it briefly about how being a maintainer is a huge responsibility. And it is. I did it for, for two or three years with Smoothwell before I walked away. But I think you know, all of us coming into LinuxCon and also many Linux events when we go to, you know, stuff in, in, in Eventbrite and Meetup, when you meet up with these people, people from every walk of life who get involved with the Linux community, they're not getting paid to do it. You know, none of us do this for the money remotely. It's a calling. Uh, there's a huge amount of ethics wrapped up in what we do. Now, if you look at the traditional proprietary software industry, people write and develop code because it's their job. It's a nine-to-five job. But I would argue that many people who work in the proprietary software industry, they're not necessarily what I would call developers. They're people who are purely compiling code for a reason. There's a reason they're there. They're being paid to do a job. They're being paid to get to a, a finish line, to a goal. With Linux and open source, there is no finish line and goal. We've always set ourselves ever increasing hard targets. There's over expectation in the community as to what we're going to deliver. That's never going to go away and that's not necessarily a bad thing. And I think having come away from sitting down in discussions uh, and conversations in Edinburgh this week, it's been a tonic for me because you know, I spend a lot of my time immersed in the world of cloud and virtualization. But getting back into the whole swing of things with LinuxCon, sitting down with Ross Turk, with Carson Wade, with Carson Heitzler, Rasterman, all these people who I knew back in the day 12, 15 years ago when we all worked at VA Linux when open source was very much still in its infancy and Red Hat had only been around for, you know, sort of 18 months, you know, when open source was really, really very new. It made me realize how grateful I am to have had the aspirations to have wanted to get involved with Linux and open source back in the day to understand exactly what it means to me personally, and it's a responsibility always, 
always to put your best put best foot forward and to try and you know kick it out the park every single time and it's amazing more of us in the open source industry haven't ended up being completely burnt out and i think that's because as well there is this groundswell within the community that is its own sort of uh, open source uh, life support unit if you will all of us seem to be each other's counselors. All of us seem to be, you know, having a lot of the same problems at the same time. And therefore, it's easy to support each other to make sure that we're doing enough to make sure that all the teams stick together, but also that we grow up together. And I think that's really important because if I look at my friends in the open source community, and, and apologies for getting away from the topic of cloud, but if I look at my friends in the open source community, a lot of those people I've grown up with. This week I did some podcasting with John Mark Walker and got to spend some time with John Mark. And for those of you who listen to us talk on podcasts before, you know there's this sort of uh, natural humor between us. But behind that is hard-won respect and a friendship that goes back nearly 15 years. We worked together at, uh, at VA Software, at VA Linux back in the day. Uh, but we've always managed to keep in touch and managed to work together. And he's sort of been my mentor although he always cringes when i use the word and it's the same for him in the respect that you know we're both 40 years old we've seen huge dramatic change from kernel 2.2 through to kernel 3.12 evolution in action and again you know there is this ever increasing burden on us to be able to ensure that the people who follow our footsteps in both Red Hat and also in other open source companies and open source projects are armed and skilled to be able to go out there and preach the gospel, but also to understand their responsibilities and their roles in getting it right. So again, kudos to Jim Zemlin. It was great to spend time with so many people and also to be able to see how much stuff's going on both in cloud and also to listen to Linus, to listen to Dirk, to listen to Mark Hinkle, all the keynote speakers who prepared so diligently for such a great event. If you haven't been to a LinuxCon, I suggest you get to LinuxCon North America or LinuxCon Europe. And also importantly, I'm a card-carrying, fee-paying member of the Linux Foundation, and I have been for years. It would be cheaper for me to, to buy a, a, a lifetime membership, but I don't. Every year I sign up and I go for my annual membership because the Linux Foundation needs your funds, this isn't an advert, they know nothing about this, but it's a key responsibility I have to making sure the Linux Foundation has the money it needs to be able to go out there and do its job. And for those who don't think that's important, if you think about where Linux is now, Linux is a cornerstone of how people use the internet. If you use Facebook, if you use eBay, if you use Google, it's entirely powered by Linux. There's no Windows there. It's all Linux. Without the work and the ethos of the guys in the Linux Foundation being the you know, non-biased bastion of goodness in the Linux community, you know, where would we be? So if you're not a can't carry member of the Linux Foundation, get down to the Linux Foundation and think about checking out their membership page. It's well worth doing. So one of the things that also came out of this week, I was talking to Jim Zemlin and talking to him about some of the stuff that I've been doing in the summer, uh, my exposure to young rewired state and young people who were actively developing code for the first time and had never been involved with programming before. And it's something that Jim's actually passionate about, you know, his sort of teenies type thing where he wants to get uh, a lot of teenagers and young adults involved with Linux and open source. And that's an ongoing discussion I'm going to be having with him. So watch this space. So this week, we've got some events coming up in London. We've got a Gluster Community Day happening Tuesday, 29th of October, kicking off around 2 p.m. till about 6 p.m. You're going to be able to hear from the movers and shakers within Gluster FS, and it's well worth coming to. And it's free. 
You don't have to pony up any cash. Free. Um, so you're going to be able to hear from John Mark Walker, who I just mentioned. You're going to be hear, he's going to be talking about uh, the state of Gloucester. You're going to be able to hear from Udo Seidel, uh, who, you know, he really is intrinsic as part of how OpenStack and Gluster have started to merge together in order to make best use of both projects. You're going to hear from Tom Llewellyn. You're going to hear from, from Justin. You're going to be able to sit down and do a podcast with me if you see me walking around with a microphone. Get down next to me and let's let's record something. I'll make you famous. If you maybe think these podcasts aren't very good and you can do better, let's see what you can do. I've also got some great giveaways, some once-in-a-lifetime giveaways, in fact. So get down to Shoreditch Village Hall. You'll find all the details on my blog or on the Gluster community page. 2 p.m. till about 6 p.m. And there's beer at the end of the evening. We can all sit down and talk about Linux, community, Gluster, cloud, all the goodness and stuff. And if you haven't been to a community event before and you want to be inspired... Maybe this is this your starting point. Maybe you should get down here. Again, free. doesn't cost anything. If you're into cloud, if you're into storage, or you want to understand more about Red Hat Cloud or Gluster itself, Shoreditch Village Hall, 2 p.m., this coming Tuesday, 29th of October. Make sure you're there. doesn't cost anything. Think of it as a meeting of friends, an intimate meeting of friends, talking about stuff that they're passionate about, Linux and open source. What could be cooler than that and it don't cost you a bean? Come back next week for some more great podcast content. Thanks for listening. Come back soon.